Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Oh, hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm your friend, Kate Spencer. And I'm your pal, Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, we're not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this, here in your ears, is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts just podcast hosts, we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. And we quite literally couldn't make these mini episodes without you and your comments and questions. So if you'd like to reach us, our voicemail and text message number is 781-591-0390. And you can email us or you can send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And please do visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Just click on the Episodes button. And follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast. 
and join the ever popular Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever 35 podcast, where the password is serums. Well, Dory, mm-hmm. I have started the television show Below Deck. I'm so jealous. Have you ever watched this? No, it's been like, it's been like one of those shows where I'm like, when I have like, when I have a period of time where I just need to like veg out, I'm just going to marathon below deck. So the the one I'm watching is below deck sailing yacht because it was the only one I could figure out how to access very easily on my TV. I think I'm watching it on like the NBC app. Okay. Okay. And then I come to find out there are like a bunch of different below decks and many seasons. And so I'm watching Sailing Yacht. Okay. And? Which I've only watched the first episode. I get why people, it's such an active part of so many people's like self-care life. It's just, it's interesting. It's soothing. The stars are working. So you don't just feel like everyone's kind of milling about, like being forced to have dinner and find ways mm-hmm. to fight, like, which I feel like mm-hmm. so many reality shows are. It actually feels like they're doing something. And then they, you know, there's the constant kind of uh, exploration of the guests on the boat. Again, I'm one right. episode in. One episode in. Everyone says it has a real upstairs, downstairs vibe. It really does. And everyone's attractive. So that's really why mm. I'm here. I think there's going to be a lot that's of hookups on this season of Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Mm, but uh, I'm going to continue. I really, uh, I haven't, you know, I've kind of walked away from reality TV in a lot of ways, but this might bring me back. It was very soothing, very easy on the brain. Oh, that's lovely. You know, speaking of reality TV, I was really chuffed the other day whilst listening to NPR to hear our old pal Maria Smith on All Things Considered talking I mean, about her podcast. Spectacle. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I love seeing Mariah everywhere. Right. I yeah. love hearing her everywhere. I know. She is a true expert in this space. I really yes. feel like you should go to her for all your totally. reality TV needs. Totally, I agree. Uh, well, Dory, the other the other thing I wanted to just kind of bring to the episode table today is I feel like I talk a lot about how I am constantly influenced by social media advertising. Yes, yes, you are well targeted, very well targeted, and it happened to me very recent. It's been happening to me with this one pair of pants, these Vuori joggers, mm-hmm. and I am followed Which by people one, love apparently. Yes. And there is one ad that follows me by them. It's of an influencing woman and a, uh, you know, she's a white lady in a straw hat wearing her Vuori joggers with her leg like kicked up. And I see this ad everywhere. It's like following me. And I shared it on Instagram and like expressed my irritation at this ad of this influencer with her leg up in the air. And then people slid into my DMs very kindly to tell me how much they love these joggers. So even though I hated the ad, I was still influenced. Yeah. So I went to the website and have to admit that I was swayed because they make tall sizes in their pants. And I am five foot 10. And, you know, as I think you and I have discussed, like the Target sweatsuit that you love so much, those pants are like, they they come up like mid shin on me. Yeah. I mean, I'm five, six and they're even a little short on me. So they they must be like culottes on you. It's a look. It, they're definitely what my mom would call a pedal pusher, Dory. 
Yes, a pedal pusher. Pedal pusher. So I was like, okay, everybody said these are good. I'm going to try it, even though mm-hmm. I really resent the lady in the ad. Yes, and you know yes, what? Yes. Everyone was right. Everyone was right. They're really comfortable. They they fit my body in a in a nice way, whereas I feel like a lot of joggers just look very strange. Mm. So at the end of the day, even though I was mad at an ad, I still got influenced. Well, look at that. And I don't that's like I, that's like one of those like like no publicity is bad publicity kind of things. Like you were mad at the ad, but it was still like in your brain. Yes, it worked. It was like yeah. an work. Now Wait, we should also tell people that we we you and I recently realized that we are on different Instagrams. Yeah, I was complaining about this targeted ad and you were like, I never get that. It was for and um Bala arm weights. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. weights. Yeah. Yeah. Because you had bought them. Of course. Of course. Because you were influenced. Well, not only am I influenced, but I am am seeking comfort in in the spending, which that's a whole problematic issue in and of itself. Like these Buori joggers were expensive. I'm doing a lot of justifying and not looking at my bank account. But anyway, back to what you were saying. So I was like, I was like, I have never seen this ad. And and you've never was, seen like influencers using them. Like so many people on my feeds use them. No, I feel like I don't follow that many influencers. Well, everybody I know is walking around with these freaking influence lights. lest you be influenced, as they say. Um. So I was like, huh? What? I was like, what ads do I get? I was, I was. I was recalling that lately I've been, there's been the, there's this preschool in LA that like I keep getting ads for and, and every ad, no matter when I get it is like application deadline is this Friday. And like I've been getting that ad for like eight weeks. And I'm like, what's happening here? Um, so I was like, okay, I know I get that ad, but then I went through my stories and my feed to see what ads I get. And I get, a ton of bathing suit ads. So random. Which is so random and weird because I can't remember the last time I bought a bathing suit online. So it's very strange. I feel like maybe the targeting has gone awry or maybe I was Googling bathing suits at some point and that made it happen, but it was very strange. And then I did have one ad for um, expensive like toddler sandals. I do get a lot of. I I was also targeted for those weird, expensive toddler sandals. Weird. I I do get a lot of um, children's shoe ads, which actually does make sense because I am often looking for shoes for Henry's little sausage feet. Um, I know. But uh, yeah, it was just funny because I was like, I don't get those ads. I get these weird ads. (laughs) I get a lot of flowy dresses and joggers and arm I, mean, I get i get i get joggers too i do get worry joggers especially on facebook and i get mate the label a lot oh me do you too. ever get those yeah yes, i get those constantly. constantly yeah i get those constantly on facebook anyway this has been illuminating <laughs> kate i need to share that i got a haircut oh i know you did you look amazing thank I can you so see much you in this video chat and oh, thank you. Well, you know, I went to a salon. I went to a salon indoors. 
And I got to say, it was great. You felt safe and comfortable? I felt safe and comfortable. And it was such a joy to just like sit in a salon chair, chit chat with the hairstylist, masked, of course. But it, it felt normal. We were talking about normal things. And I was like, oh, this is nice. This is really nice. Mm. (sighs) I love my haircut. She also said my hair is growing back from my postpartum hair loss. Where is it growing back? All over or in a certain spot? So I guess I must have lost it mostly in the back of my head. And some along my hairline, but mostly mm-hmm. on along the back, like my back hairline. And because um, she was like, so she's like going through my hair and she's not, she, she's a new hairstylist. So she'd never cut my hair before. She's like, so what's with these hairs at back that are like kind of shorter? <laughs> As though I'd like, gotten like half a haircut. You would give yourself a trim at the base yeah, of your exactly. neck. And I was like, oh, those are from my hair growing back after mm. I lost it postpartum. She was like, oh, well, it's it's growing back, which was very exciting for me to hear because I don't like check my hairline in the back of my head normally. But I had been noticing in the last few weeks that the volume of hair I was losing in the shower was getting to be less and less. Because for a while, it was, and this is two years after having a child. I mean, that's yes, that's a long time. I was telling her, I feel like I lost a significant amount of hair for like a year. Yeah, and then it like gradually tapered, but very gradually. And now I feel like I'm losing like a normal amount of hair in the shower. But for a while, it was like I'm not going to have any hair left on my head. Yeah, it was feeling overwhelming. It it was feeling very overwhelming. So all in all, I mean, it was just, it was a successful visit. Well, this was your first haircut in over a year, right? Yes, I had gotten it colored um, about six months ago. And she gave me just like the tiniest little trim, like didn't really style it, just like cut off some dead ends. So yeah, I mean, the last real haircut I got was before the pandemic. I don't even remember when it was. It must have been January, but it could have been the fall. Like I don't even remember. So yeah, and my hair has gotten so long. And I think part of the reason it's gotten so long is because I've like, I haven't been you know, blow drying it that much. I think it's pretty healthy. She did have, okay, so I'm also going to tell you some tips that she gave me. One is that she said I should detangle my hair in the shower. And just, I think everyone knows this, but I have very fine hair and not a lot of it. So she suggested using my wide tooth comb, which I usually use when I'm out of the shower. She said to use it in the shower. And then to wrap my hair in the microfiber towel that I use. And then to just kind of like run my fingers through it and air dry. Mm. I told her that I prefer to air dry my hair because I try to avoid using a blow dryer as much as possible. Um, And I feel like she like really listened to me and was like, okay, I'm going to cut your hair so that you can air dry it. 
So that was one thing she said to do. The other thing she said to do was if I did want to style it, she said I could wait till it's totally dry and then use the Dyson Airwrap. Which kind of blew my mind because the whole thing with the Dyson Airwrap is that it's like basically also a hairdryer and you like you're supposed to kind of get your hair your hair's supposed to be damp when you use it. And she was like, no, you can use it dry. And then it just gives you like a little bit of wave, a little bit of volume. She's like, I think that would be great for you. I was like, wow. Okay. Have you tried so, that yet? I know it's been like 24 hours. No, it's, okay. yeah, it's been, it's been less than 24 hours. <laughs> okay. I've not, I've not washed my hair yet. She also did say that washing my hair every other day was a good um, frequency for me. Did you tell her your saga of not washing? I did, it ever? and she was like horrified. <laughs> she was like, "Oh," <laughs> like in a way that made me think like she had never heard this before, or no one had oh. told her this before. Okay, and I was well, like, "Yeah, you know. I think I just wasn't washing my hair enough," and I was like exercising without washing my hair because I was trying to like train my hair. And she was like, Ooh, "Yeah, Matt, no, no, bad idea." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, just want to share that all with our listeners and maybe maybe those tips can help someone well thank you dory they they certainly helped me oh well i'm glad to hear it all right listen we should take a break because our first text is is like somewhat along the lines of like what i was just talking about so i'm i'm excited to answer it great all right we'll be right back all right brb 
no thank once you. you once you start wearing honey love you're just like no not yep. going back you see also, how it like, could be yes also like summer sweat under those underwires it's like ugh, the worst now you don't have to worry about it get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market save 20 percent off at honeylove.com slash forever Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep, and that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass, but this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college, so this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic 
whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right. All right, take it away, Dory. Take it away. I shall. Love the show. Are you hearing from any other listeners about anxiety surrounding re-entering society? Now that vaccines are out and it seems like summer will be back to, quote, normal. As excited as I am for COVID to be over, I'm also feeling very panicked to see people again in a social setting and feeling like I am not ready. Ooh, so interestingly, there was a New York Times article kind of about this today. It's sort of about this. It was like, it was basically talking about how, like, for people with anxiety, like with social anxiety, this past Uh year has, has actually been kind of, like, kind of good. And that they have a lot of, like there is a lot of anxiety about re-entering the world. So I get that. I like fully get that. And I'm also like, I still haven't like eaten at a restaurant. I haven't either. You know, like an outdoor restaurant. I haven't done yeah, any outdoor Yeah, Even dining. though like, yeah. I feel like I probably could now maybe, but I'm also like, I don't know. Um, yeah. I like, I think we're all making we're all making these like individual calculuses like every day of like what we feel comfortable with and like what we don't. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Kate? This is tricky and I think you have to honor your own like you have to like honor your own reentry while also trying not to judge how other people handle it, right? Yes, totally. And that can be very hard. I know that's hard for me. Um but I do think, and I've been trying to really like listen to experts on this. Like I do think as more and more, and we're speaking specifically, I think to where we are. So in America, as more and more people are vaccinated, it is going to allow for more social, social contact that is safe, especially when we're still outside or whatnot. So I think, you know, maybe like just starting small, you know, Mm. like see one friend. You don't need to like go to a club in an enclosed space where everyone's like doing karaoke. I mean, just like, you know, like start small, start with a person, get a meal in a socially distanced way or like 
take an outdoor exercise class. I mean, I think there's there are ways for us to dip our toe back in that I think will it's going to take practice, right? Like we've yeah. we've been many of us have been isolating for a year. And even for people who have been working full time, let's say in person, that experience has come with an amazing amount of anxiety and stress. And so we are all coming back, you know, we're not coming back to normal, we're re-entering this new normal. And it's going to be challenging for each of us in different ways. And so I think giving, I mean, we say this a lot, but like there has to be a grace period with ourselves and with others. Um, At least that's how I am trying to think of it. I'm also yeah. very excited to see people. I think I was texting with you, Dorian, our friend Danielle, and I was like, I just, I just miss people. I just mm-hmm. miss being in a like a hotel lobby with people, or at an outdoor mall, or a movie theater, or like my journal the other night asked what was the last movie I saw in a theater. It was like, what's the last movie you went to see? And I was like, uh, Frozen Two, <laughs> like. I, a year and a half ago, like it just, I miss that experience. Like, even though it is nice to do things on our own and we live in this like convenience obsessed society, like being together with other people is so important. And so, yeah, I'm really, I am really ready for it. Uh, I know Dora, you share, want to share a link to that article that you read in the New York times. And I also wanted to share an episode of Ezra Klein's podcast, which is also a New York times podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he speaks to, it's called how America's COVID-19 nightmare ends. And he speaks to, um, a doctor and it's a really uplifting kind of optimistic conversation about where we are. And as a person who is socially anxious, depressed, generally ang- like, you know, all the anxiouses, anxiouses, yeah. it was anxieties. a really, all the anxieties. <laughs> I like to call them anxiouses story. Um, <laughs> It's my own thing. Uh, it was a really reassuring, um, but still like smart and well thought out conversation. So recommend. Great. All right. Well, well, you know what? Before we actually hear uh, this voicemail, I would love to hear how listeners are navigating this. Yeah. You know, let's talk about it. I mean, this is going to be an ongoing conversation that we have. With totally. Next few months. So. All right. Here is a voicemail. Hi, Pat and Dor. Uh, love the show. Thank you so much. Um, I just finished Schitt's Creek. Um, I know I'm very late to the game, but um, I obviously loved it. Um, Kate, I don't know why it took me so long to get into it after hearing you talk about it all the time, but um, you were so right about everything. Um, and after it finished, I had this feeling of sort of sadness um, that I have gotten before when really great shows end and you just kind of fall in love with the characters and you feel like, I don't know, something in your life is over. And um, it's a really weird, obviously, I know it's a TV show and it's not real, but um, just curious if you guys have ever um, experienced that after a or maybe even like reading a book or or something where the feeling um, is not super rushed, you still feel it, and what you kind of do about it. Okay, that's it. Thanks. Bye. 
I mean, I'm still mourning the end of Six Feet Under. You know, I never watched that show. I hear it's great. What? Sorry. Really? You never watched Six Feet Under? I don't think I I had HBO when it was on. I wonder if it's... I I actually wonder if it holds up. Hmm. Um, I hope it does. (laughs) Because I loved it so much. (laughs) I didn't. I I think I also didn't have HBO the first few seasons, and so I had to kind of catch up. Um, but by the time the final season was over, I was very invested, and that that season finale is like iconic. I've heard that that is that's like a legendary episode. Yeah, you'll never listen to Sia's "Breathe Me" in the same way again. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> well, I certainly grieve books and tv shows movies i i i often like i i often have to go through a break from um either watching tv or reading between shows and between books because i'm i'm longing so deeply for the characters of what i just finished um yeah especially with i find this especially with series because (sighs) especially if you're binging a a book series and you have like 15 books to read at once and you just get mm-hmm. so like ensconced in the world. This happened to me with Poldark. There's like a gajillion books and I read them all in this like binge of less than a month, I think. I remember when this was happening. And I was I was just like so in the world and I was so bereft when it was over. I was like, I don't get to live with these characters anymore. Oh, it's devastating. It's so sad. (laughs) It is. And I I, I recently went through this with uh, Crash Landing on You, which I still like, I still am mourning the end of that show. And then I, then I grieved and then I watched Healer, which is another uh, K-drama. And I, I like... I haven't truly been able to get into a show since I loved healer so much. And I even tried to watch that main actor. So hot. His name is G Chang Wook. And I tried to watch him on another show and I was like, I can't, I need you Mm. as your healer character. Like I need healer. I don't, you're great. Yeah. It's very confusing. And I've, you know, I've watched Schitt's Creek probably seven times through now. Like I just watch it for comfort. Yeah. you know, it's, it's, I think it's good to give yourself time to grieve, but also it doesn't mean that you can't keep coming back to something again and again. So there's totally. a reason why we reread our favorite books and rewatch our favorite movies. I'm considering rewatching Call My Agent. I was wondering if that, if you were missing that show. I'm really missing that show. I'm missing those characters. <sighs> I mean, I watch When Harry Met Sally once a year, at least. Oh, and really? I watch, oh, my, yeah, it's probably my favorite movie. And I watch the Pride and Prejudice 2005 movie starring Keira Knightley all the time. I mean, yeah, there have been, like, I was really sad when Sex and the City ended. Yeah, also, like, look how many freaking TV shows are coming back. Right, right. So, like, like clearly a lot of people have not <laughs> been able to move on. Yes. <laughs> Ugh, this was a very relatable voicemail. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Yeah. All right. Should we move on to underwear? Oh, yeah. This is a fascinating question. Yeah. Okay. This listener writes, I've had a question for years and never knew who to ask until I just realized YouTube. Duh. 
It is, how do you shop for underwear in a way that is hygienic but doesn't break the bank? I feel like it isn't inherently disgusting to try on a pair of underwear over like huge briefs or leggings or whatever, enough coverage so that the undies aren't touching your skin. That seems less gross than trying bras on, which we all have agreed is fine. But I feel like this approach is severely judged by the general public as absolutely disgusting. But then on the other hand, what are you supposed to do? Shell out for every pair of undies you ever want to try on? That seems financially ridiculous, especially if you're curious about some fancier, more expensive undies. So what do people actually do versus what we all pretend we do? And what do we all agree is an okay method for achieving great fitting undies without breaking the bank? Thank you for coming to us with this question. Yeah, we appreciate, you know, this listener did right. Thank you for being the only safe space for this question. And we... We thank you for making us this safe space for this kind of question. I love that like there's a culturally acceptable way to do it. And then there's what we're all secretly doing. I mean, I'm trying on underwear over my underwear. Well, I'm at the point in my life where I just buy a box of underwear from Costco and I don't even try it But that's because you already know that that is a style that fits you. I think this person is talking about like... But I just bought the box and was like, this is cheap. It'll do. But I know I know what this person is asking. I just mean like I just bought it and started wearing it, hoping it would fit. But especially like if you're buying nice underwear. Yeah. This listener says, I realize like we try it on over underwear. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. But they say this. They feel like this approach is severely judged by the general public. I, I don't I, I don't Who think so. judging. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think this is care? what you got to do. <laughs> Try it on over your underwear. I didn't realize that the general public was judging this. Where I mean, are you getting we, this from? Don't we try on bathing suits that way too? Haven't we always yes. tried on bathing suits over yeah, our so, underwear? I mean, that's how I try on bathing suits. I didn't know that there was another <laughs> way to try on bathing suits. I will say I haven't tried on underwear in the pandemic. Um, what I have done is mm, ordered underwear online and hoped it fit. <laughs> um, and, you know... I did I did just order some underwear online and it was fine. I think if I had tried it on, I probably would not have bought it. But, but you can't it, I'm sorry to interrupt. It wasn't so bad that I was like, I can't keep these. But was the was the purchase like final sale because it was underwear? Would you have been allowed no. to try them on at home and then return them? Or yeah, was that just, just too felt- much work? I felt weird about it, and I also felt like they were they would probably just be thrown out. Yeah, and I didn't feel great about that, and so I was yeah. just like, you know what? These are like these are fine. They're just not perfect. I, I wear them, but that's that's kind of what happened to me recently. So, well, when I worked in retail <sighs> at Patagonia, I had a customer come in and return his underwear uh, because he had worn it so much and it got holes in it and he was dissatisfied with it. So no. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is some male privilege right there. Sure is. So I say every, you know, you're trying on underwear with your underpants already on. Great. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Yes. Let's make it acceptable. Yes. Wow. What a soapbox. (sighs) Okay. On that note, we're going to take another pause and we'll be back. All right. BRB. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older 
and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm-hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right. We got a couple nice messages from listeners about what is um, bringing them hope right now. We wanted to share them. This was uh, a list. Oh, my God. Wait. And I should clarify. This one I'm about to read came from the underwear listener previously. The this underwear is listener s- is really just supplying us with a lot of content today. A lot of Thank you, underwear listener. Uh, <laughs> this was the second part of their email. They wrote, shifting gears. But what I wanted to share was giving me hope, getting me all clear on my amniocentesis and fetal heart echo after months of uncertainty, closing on my first ever house in our new city next month, being a few weeks away from my second vaccine dose, and knowing my husband and extended family will be protected and able to meet my new baby when she arrives in July. My family is healthy and growing. My loved ones are getting vaccinated. And after a year of shacking up with my in-laws and then moving across the country into a bleh rental, I'm getting a new chance to create a home. 
Oh, and then they write, you both bring me such hope and joy too. That's so sweet. Thank you. Underwear listener. Congratulations. Oh, that's so nice. What a, what a nice series of, of events to be excited about. And now they can be excited about the fact that we say it's okay to try on underwear over underwear with no shame. Totally. Yep. Agreed. Do you want to take this next text story? I would love to. Not sure if you'll read this on the pod. Well, here we are reading my this fa- on the my pod. My favorite intro <laughs> to an email because we know we're going to read it. I always it. feel like it's like a, like people put that in so that we will read it because they know that we, we can't resist a dare. We love it. <laughs> but I just wanted to take a minute to celebrate my friend, Kendall. She and I met through our partners and she's become one of my most cherished friends. We've really bonded over Forever 35 and I just love her so much. She got married today and her day of happiness, while not as we'd planned, was such a bright spot after a year of a pandemic. Dory and Kate talked about what gives them hope. And my answer is simple. Love gives me hope. Love is why we wear masks or postpone a wedding or only saw each other on screens for the last year. It's love that kept us apart, but also it's what got us through it and hopefully to another side where we don't take for granted the hugs and ease of being in each other's company. You know, I cried when I read that message. (sighs) Are you going to cry? No, but it's really nice. It's really sweet, right? Yeah. Uh, love gives me hope, too. It does. Mm. Well, congratulations to Kendall. Yeah, congrats, Kendall. They'll ever hear and, this, but. And thank you, friend, for, for, for sending this in. Yeah. All right. We wanted to end with a listener email that we received earlier this week. Um, and it's coming in light of the recent shooting in Atlanta. Or actually, we're recording this the day after. Yeah. Um, in which a white man went into Asian-owned massage parlors and murdered eight people, including six Asian women. So this listener wrote to us. I know that you both are committed to educating yourselves about anti-racism. If you don't mind, can you spend a few minutes on your show to talk about the racism Asians are experiencing right now, especially in California and New York? Like all things Asian, there's not a lot of media coverage about what's going on. Just a quick Google search will show you the horror, especially that the elderly are going through. Anti-Asian hate crimes have gone up 150% last year because of the coronavirus and because of the rhetoric the previous president was inciting. Being born here from parents of Asian descent, I never looked like the stereotypical Asian person because of my large eyes and freckles. Yet in high school, people were calling me SARS when I didn't even understand what that virus was at all. I had to relive this experience when I read that the basketball player, Jeremy Lin, was called coronavirus by his NBA colleague. In college, someone asked me if my family, if all my family ate was orange chicken every day. Even when I worked my first job in the service industry, everyone kept asking me where I was, quote, really from, when being born and raised in California was not enough. Asians experience racism every day, and we just don't talk about it because that's how we were raised, which is not to rock the boat. And then they write, to all the people out there of any color or identity, we truly aren't free until we all are free. Mm. So... We wanted to just take a moment to stand in solidarity with this listener um, and with the Asian American Pacific Islander community yeah. and our listeners, um, because what's happening is real. It's racist. It's atrocious. And 
you know, I think I, and it's, it's on the rest of us to combat it. Yes. Story. I, that's, that's what I think is really important as, uh, I speak from the perspective of a white person, um, that this is on us. Yeah. Um, so we really thank you for feeling like we can, you know, for, um, how do I say this listener? I, we both thank you for, uh, believing in us that, that we are committed to doing this work. Um, yeah. I, I appreciate that trust and we are so thank you. Thank you. And, um, I don't know. Don't, uh, we are going to share, uh, in the links of the show notes, um, you can visit stop aapihate.org um, to really get information on where to donate, get statistics about what's happening, get information about how to educate yourselves and ourselves, um, and to stand in support with your friends and neighbors. Yeah. And check in on them. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what we're going to end on today. We thank you for listening. Yep. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.